Russia appears to be advancing in multiple directions, not just around Bakhmut. And does it indicate that things aren't as rosy for the Ukrainian armed forces as they might want us to believe? I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It is January 13th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get right into it. Now, first, you guys know, obviously, I have tremendous sympathy for Ukraine, right? Their country being invaded by their aggressive, much larger neighbor. But what I do as an analyst is tell the facts on the ground. And I think the facts on the ground don't look great for Ukraine. And here's why. First off, you guys can see on the tactical map here that Russia is really pressing its attacks across this front line from uh, south of Bakhmut near uh, Kurdyomivka all the way north uh, to uh, Roz Rozdolivka. And you can see that this ostensibly still has Ukraine controlling the western portion of Solidar. Uh, we're going to take a look at other maps here in a minute, but what I want you guys to see from this one is just how hard Russia is pressing its attacks. And the fact that, one, the fact that they're still making these pretty aggressive moves is pretty surprising to me. Uh, the temperature in Ukraine is in the negatives. Um, let's see if we can look it up. In Bakhmut right now, it is 30 degrees, a low of 29. Uh, so you guys can see it's pretty cold. It's snowing. So this is an indicator that it's, it's quite chilly out there. Uh, and this, if you've never done military operations, in a very cold environment, it's hard. And Russia has lo had logistics issues kind of at baseline. So it's surprising to me that they can sustain this level of offensive. Um, and it speaks to the fact that this may actually have been more planned than we are giving them credit for. It felt like for a while they were using mobilized troops uh, to probe Ukrainian lines. Now it seems as though uh, they are using at least somewhat better trained troops to push Ukrainians back. Uh, in Solodar, near Krasnohora, uh, they are trying to advance near Bakhmut. What's also interesting, though, is to the south here, and you guys can kind of see it, that there's a lot of active shelling here. And when we go over to the territory control map, you can see that two towns that were listed as recently liberated, uh, Mirne and Dorosnyanka, uh, have both been retaken by Russians. Now, there's two. The most likely explanation for this is that Ukrainian forces were engaged in, in a limited offensive operation here, and that those forces now need to be diverted uh, to prevent the loss of Bakhmut and Solidar. Do I think this is the right call? Uh, no, we've talked about this. Uh, it, you can tell yourself that Bakhmut is not a valuable. Uh, ultimate target and Solidar, a salt mine on the suburbs of that city, is even less valuable. But it's easy to say and it's hard to actually read on the news that this is happening. So it's possible that Ukrainian's Ministry of Defense uh, has changed their tune and actually, in fact, it doesn't want to see Solidar and Bakhmut fall, even though, as we've talked about for weeks, this has been written off. And so they probably or possibly have diverted forces uh, from this area to the uh, Bakhmut front, meaning that they have to 
stop any sort of offensive operations. You guys can see here that though Russia has been counterattacking there for some time. We reach back almost a month and you guys can see that uh, these lines have been stabilized for a while and it's actually Russia who has been pushing Ukrainians out. So I, it's also possible that simply Ukrainian forces um, are having logistics, supply, and also possibly personnel issues. And Let's take a look at, of course, some of the more detailed maps. Here is War Mapper's depiction of the Bakhmut area. You guys can see that Russian forces have advanced nearly to this rail line in Krasnohova, in Pirhorodne. Uh, they've taken, this has them having taken um, most of Solodar, uh, but not, a, not advancing all the way to the rail lines. Uh, when we look at, let's see if we can find it here, uh, he also has, there you go, a, a somewhat broader picture of the situation. There's Solidar. Uh, you can see them advancing around Solidar, attempting to get to these rail lines. Uh, I do appreciate that War Mapper, who's, who's, who, who is good at his job, is really, I think, overemphasizes some of these rail lines. They make them look really essential when... Um, Rail lines are were more essential in like World War One. Uh, now, of course, I think open roadways are much more important. But you guys can see the real important part, which is Russia advancing almost to these rail lines. And we talked about the fact that it may be Ukraine conducting a uh, controlled withdrawal, uh, setting up fighting positions in a more secure location. However. Uh, it could also be a sign that they aren't able to stabilize these issues with the front line and that they actually don't have the combat power to even stop these Russian advances. It would align with the fact that suddenly nine months, almost a year into the war and the US, uh, Europe uh, and other allies have started sending suddenly top tier equipment like challenger british challenger twos um leopards bradley's very advanced mechanized fighting vehicles are suddenly going to the front lines uh what changed right why after a year of fighting have all the allies agreed to provide this very heavy hardware uh it's not clear there's some theories that it relates to a planned offensive in the spring certainly the timeline is about right uh, for a spring offensive you would want now to give about 60 days for those crews to get trained up so that they could launch an offensive in the spring um but it could also be that Ukraine may have gone to its allies and said, hey, listen, we see our troop strength. We see the data. There's some real problems on the horizon. Uh, our force generation efforts are slowing. Very possible when you have a general mobilization uh, a year ago at the outset of the war, right? You've, you, you only have so many people turning 18 and able to be brought into the fight when you have this fairly high level of casualties and you've already mobilized everyone in contrast russia is still under a partial mobilization so it russia can actually has a deeper well of young healthy men that they can recruit into this fighting effort whereas it's not clear that ukraine still does but so only time is really going to tell whether this effort this uh Additional hardware is reflection is a reflection or a response to 
manpower or munition or, or, or firepower problems in the Ukrainian armed forces, or if it's just a uh, a planned step on a way to a major spring offensive. Nonetheless, it is uh, hope we can hope that Ukraine does indeed dig in, establish a new front line that they are better able uh, to blunt this Russian offensive. Anyway, that is basically all I had, guys. If you want access and to check out my breakdowns of the uncensored combat videos, the new video drops today, and we're going to be doing all the combat footage from Solidar. Uh, you definitely want to become a member of the Patreon. Thanks, as always, to my lieutenant tier patrons. And, of course, the link is in the description if you want to check it out. And I'll see all you guys in the next one.